Hello. Hello. Hello, Hello everybody. everybody. Hello, everybody. It's it, it, doing well, well out there. Yeah, you know. This is the message of today's episode. This t-shirt I have in the background is the theme of this episode. David Ick was right. Is the theme of the episode, everybody? Um... David Ick was correct. All the reptilians are true or real. Uh, <laughs> it's just all come to fruition. Uh, we have to bow down to Mr. Ick. Soon. If you don't if you know, know who he is, he is um, well, you're going to find out soon because, because uh, you know, you know, you know, he was right. He was right. He was right. Can I say? Can I say? Can I say? Reptilian, Reptilian overlords, are, overlords controlling are controlling our fucking society. society. We're all living in a prison planet. It is a realm. The Earth, like Ick, Mr. Ick says, is a prison designed to keep us all uh in ignorance while the Archons control. <laughs> Nobody's going to know what I'm talking about. Well, guess what? You got to look up Mr. Ick, or Overlord. Um, and find out who is really in charge. Hint, hint. As you can see on the screen right now, that's who's in charge, okay? That's Mr. Bill Gates' true form. That's it right there. As you can see there, you can see that's there, his true, there form. His true form, true form, controlling society, society, society with his with vaccine. His vaccine. 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 No, I'm gonna get removed now. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, I don't really know what. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been really into conspiracies since I was in my early twenties. And when did I get into those? Well, coincidentally. It was because of 9-11. That's when, not right after, but like, just I stumbled upon Mr. Alex. He rhymes with Smalex Smones and his InfoWars channel. And uh, I stumbled across it, and uh, I did start to think, or at least wondered about 9-11. I was never fully... Con I'm still not fully on board with any conspiracy because there's really nothing... I mean, there's no, um, you know... It's just like something I entertain myself with. Like, I, it's just food for thought, you know? It's just food for thought out there. Everybody acts like... Now, if you even look, like, at conspiracy people... That you're, like, I don't know. They, like, would, like, flag your channel or something. Or they would, like, like, you just, like, they're, you're, there's just such a, like, clampdown on them. Saying they're disinformation or, like, uh, we have disinformation. We have misinformation. Malinformation. And they're trying to, like, clamp, oh, we got to clamp down on, it's like, what are you talking, what, what is it, you know? Is entirely subjective what they would be. Like, are they talking about the Alex Jones of the world? The David Icks of the world? Who are they talking about? And it kind of does start to make people probably turn to them. I mean, if you really want to, you know, uh, I don't know, dis, like, not have people look into Alex Jones and David Ick or whatever. David Icke, whatever you, however you say it, then you wouldn't try to censor it or remove them from every channel. I mean, <laughs> like, uh, you know, like that doesn't make any sense. It never made it. It doesn't make any sense because more people are gonna then like it's the it's the uh you know as they say it's the Streisand, the Streisand effect. 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 
Who's really in charge? Let me show you right here who's in charge. This guy. <laughs> Slee stacks are controlling the world. And uh, I think that's what these are called from Land of the Lost or whatever. Yeah, I have laundry in right now, but my dryer just takes forever. And uh, I don't want to interrupt the flow. Um, but look, like how are you, uh, yeah, he has really out there theories about, um, reptilian lizard people controlling everything, which is funny to joke about. And then he, I guess he apparently says the moon isn't, <laughs> is like a surveillance thing. It's not a real planet. Uh, I mean, look, he, I don't know. I mean, how do you even like, there's something that is just so, I'm just starting to turn into tinfoil hat guy. There's something uh, nefarious going on. What are they really trying to do to us, you know? You go out there, you buy your groceries every week, you try to feed your family. Oh, now the food place price is going up because why do we want to help Ukraine? Why is that? Why? Because they want a one-world government, people. Okay? They want a fucking one-world government. That's what they... Sorry, this is... That sounds weird. Okay, that's what they want. That's what they want us to fight about. Is going to Ukraine or not going to Ukraine. That's what they want us to fucking fight about. Period. And guess what? I'm not for or pro you or against Ukraine. I'm not for or against the troops. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Like when the Iraq war was going on, they were like, you got to be for the troops. Okay. I don't care about your stance on the Iraq, which everybody now knows was totally made up. There was, even back then, when we first went, I wasn't like, everybody I feel like was like, why are we going there? You know, it was just like kind of a weird, yeah, yeah, 9-11, we got to do something. Yeah, Saddam Hussein. Everybody's like, hey, uh, pr Mr. President, we got to do something about, you know, the whole 9-11 thing. They blew up the Twin Towers. So what are we going to do about it? Uh, Saddam Hussein, we're going to get him. What? We're going over there. Got to be over there. You're either against terror or uh, you're with them. You're with the enemy if you don't. That's kind of like how they're acting like about Ukraine now. You're either for Ukraine or you're pro-Putin. Okay? I mean, yeah, you can't really argue too seriously about his reptilian theory because... Everybody wrote him off after that. Like, and, you know, I guess he doesn't care, which is kind of respectable. How do you not, you know, <laughs> like he went out there and he's still defending it. So in a way, I'm like, that's respectable to just not care that much about what people say. You know, everybody can just write you off for that. Um, now, I don't know exactly why he thinks that or whatever. You know, it's kind of like. But really, it's not about David Ick. It's about David Ike. It's just about um, like what's going on lately. I mean, there's like just crazy shit going on constantly now, and uh, I guess really it's just like you know, it just doesn't make any sense to me what's going on. The fact that they were they're still trying to. You know, they were ramping up fear in the media for so long, like, and there was no, like, real reason that I could figure out, like, you know, why, okay, you want ratings, but people are going to tune out, and they did. And then now it's like they're still pushing the shot with, like, little kids now, and we all know that it doesn't, I don't know. I mean, not only that, like, the whole, uh, Canada convoy thing, the truck convoy, which like they cut off the, they froze the bank accounts of of the protesters in that thing. 
and called and smeared and Trudeau called him like, you know, racist or just made up a bunch of shit about him. Like, you know, I mean, how do you even, you know, like that's crazy, you know, that that happened, the fact that that happened. And then I guess it's mostly also like the way we're treating the pandemic now. Like we all know that Omicron is a mild thing, but they're still talking about getting shots for it. Like there's, and I don't know. It's also people really let the fear get to them. Like a good amount of people in New York here are still masking. I mean, a lot of people are still like permanently, basically germaphobic OCD almost because I mean, before all this, I I felt like I was being a germaphobe. I was the only one who didn't want to get a, a flu and cold whenever cold season came around. Like the subways were always dirty. Everybody, you were always touching people. You're always next to people coughing. No one cared. No one gave a fuck. Everybody was going out all the time. I mean, and now it's like, uh, I don't know. You know, I'm wearing, I got, I don't know if I should go to that thing. Like, everybody's like an, a weirdo. Everybody's a shut-in almost. It's like crazy how backwards it became. Like, the people that were, like, the most uh, outgoing, hanging out with friends all the time, going out to parties, whatever, now probably wear a mask and they're like, I don't know if I should go to this thing. I don't know if I should go meet people. Um, yeah, I love working from home. <laughs> That's a whole... I mean, I've talked about all this before, but, like, the whole work-from-home thing. I mean, yeah, it's very convenient. Yeah, if you're, you know... A, a lot of people say it's a dream thing. It's like, I love working... Like, a lot of people now are like, I love working from home. And I'm like... I mean, I think... uh Maybe if you're settled in your life, like, you have a kid, uh, marriage, you have... <laughs> you have a wife or something, you have like a house or you have a bigger apartment and you're just settled in your life, maybe then. But I just kind of think it's anti-human like human being to just never leave the house, like, um, to do work because I th just think it gets weird to like work and never be around coworkers and like have a robotic work-from-home job. And not everybody can do it either. So I don't know. I think people are almost lying to themselves that they love it working from home. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I guess it's it's healthier. I mean, I'm not saying everybody that works at home is a shut-in. But I just think it can, like, make you a shut-in. And it's just... I, I, I just think the, like, you know... Not a, like a, a combination of going in and not going in is the best thing. But, uh, yeah, anyway, um, just think about who's really in charge, guys, you know. Just think about, I mean, really, it's just like all the censorship is like crazy, like, I don't know, man. Like, just like, uh, <laughs> and all the issues that we all fight about, it they just don't make sense. I mean, they they do seem like they're they're distractions from what's going on. I mean, who has time to? I mean, I know abor abortion is a big. That was a weird decision. I almost think that was a planned out. Like, let's get them all fighting about abortion again. I mean, who was even thinking that much about abortion before that decision thing? I mean, really, and the whole Ukraine thing is really weird. I mean, it just is like they are trying to set up a, a one, almost a one world government where NATO is becoming, I don't really know much about NATO. I just know it's, a you know, an agreement or something. I don't know. But then you look up the whole World Economic Forum and the whole like, you know, even Rogan was just talking about that and that Klaus Schwab guy, and I'm surprised that episode is even allowed up. <laughs> Once you start talking about dark forces controlling everything, I mean. But those are like not 
you know, those are out there. You can go to their website. You can see everything they talk about. I mean, they do talk about a great reset. There's really no hiding the evil conspiracy stuff anymore. It's just out there. I mean... <laughs> Like, if people don't know what I mean, but I mean, look, it, the Great Reset is the name of the 50th annual, annual meeting of the World Economic Forum held in June 2020. That, that was one month. That was one month after, like, everything shut down from COVID. I mean, and they, look, this is their real website. This is not a... David Icke thing. This is not an Alex Jones made up thing. They are using. And I, I'm sure they can probably try to. You know, everybody's saying this is weird, though, like. Look, Reuters did a fact check, but I don't know if it's going to. You know, the Great Reset is at the center of widespread conspiracy theories. Um, well, they called it that. That was literally, you know, like, look, this is their website, the Great Reset. I mean, this is not made up. I mean, I can't even believe this. Like, they were talk people were talking about all this before, and I was like, no. And, you know, you can say, like, Oh, that's because, but it was one month after it. It wasn't even, you know, it was like, how do you come up with this in one month? Do you think we need to change everything? Just so happen one month after COVID hits. Um, the Great Reset. Uh, there's an urgent need for global stakeholders to cooperate in managing the consequences of COVID-19. To improve the state of the world, the World Economic Forum is starting the Great Reset Initiative. Um, now, I'm not really, like, clear on what they mean by that. But everything about this is creepy as hell. I mean, this is like, you know, Cyberdyne from Terminator or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know enough about this to, like, get into it, but it's like, you know, the, the some of the creepy stuff is just like, you know, we have an incredible opportunity here because of COVID. Just to say you that, like, COVID is, like, a good thing is just, like, really creepy. Like, uh, proposals to for green energy, climate change, reduce inequality. And a new form of capitalism. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, well, they did say that people will own nothing. I mean, they just deleted that, like, video when people found out about it and when it went viral. Um, oh, look, they just happened to fact-check this, too. Uh, multiple misleading suggestions made in COVID-19, whatever. All right, I can't read. I'm not going to just read all this. I'm not. I didn't research enough about, to talk about this. But uh, oh, the Great Reset. How did it get hijacked by conspiracy theories? Oh, because it's obviously a good thing. They would only do good things. I mean, I don't know how anybody has any like trust in authorities anymore. Like, you know. Like, you really think they want to help us? Like, oh, they just want to help us. I mean, you know, just shut down all the businesses in, a, in the whole world and let um, just the rich accumulate more wealth and transfer it to themselves like Congress did when uh, COVID hit over and over again. But that's like, that just happened. That's not a weird thing, you know. That, they didn't purposely keep businesses shut for no reason, you know, except for like big chains. Yep, see? This is this is who's in charge, guys. Uh yeah, but you know, what are you gonna do? 
What are you going to do? I mean, we're just screwed. <laughs> um, yep. Well, guess what? Tomorrow is July 4th, okay? Independence Day for many white Americans will, ce will celebrate Independence Day tomorrow. But everybody else will, will recognize the racism of that holiday. As you can see here in the Philadelphia Tribune, uh, someone writes, uh, July 4th proves America's foundation is racist. Why was it, why is it racist in 2022? Because it was founded on fucking racism, racism in 1776. The racist apple doesn't fall far from the racist tree. And the American tree is rotten at its racist root. I don't know, is this a troll article? This is ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, I was just looking up racist... Uh, you know, Independence Day. Racist July 4th. And, uh, you know, every year, people are more and more, like, anti-America on every holiday that's American. Like, July 4th, Memorial Day, whatever. Everything has to be brought up, like, how dare you celebrate this day, basically. Even, like, regular holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas now. They're like, uh... While you're celebrating your little Thanksgiving, remember the pilgrims that were slaughtered and raped. On the Mayflower. <laughs> Just make stuff up. Yeah, why don't you guys remember on July 4th how many people were fucking slaughtered and raped? Um, yeah, I, uh, oh, look at this. Oh my God. July 4th, racist mythology. There's an event in uh, Philly you guys can go to at 2 30 p.m. at 6 and Market Street. And you can. Let me guess, everybody is going to be off that day to, to hate July 4th. I mean, how nice is it to live, in a, to live somewhere where you can hate the holiday but yet be off and just complain the whole day? I mean, I'm not trying to act like I'm a, a Mr. Patriot over here. Like, uh, uh, I mean, do whatever you want. It's supposed to be a free country. That's the whole point. Like, people that complain about people that, um, that are not into... America enough that's like you know that's being against America too though because you're supposed to be free I mean I don't know if flag burning is a thing you should really care about really I mean it, it's weird it's like stupid I feel like it's just trying to be edgy I used to think it was just like oh I'm like an anarchist I burn the flag which is kind of how it is but now it's more like a woke thing to do I think it's more a trendy thing to I'm going to fucking burn a flag, but it's like, really, who gives a shit? Go ahead and burn it. <laughs> I mean, it's cool that you can burn a flag. I mean, I don't know if it's illegal. Uh, I'm just going to get my producer to fact check that real quick. I mean, it probably is in other countries. Flag desecration amendment. Uh, well, you can do it. No one's going to see you do it. Um, how is it illegal? I don't think it's illegal, is it? Oh, it's illegal under some Supreme Court code. Oh, so it kind of says it's not illegal. The Supreme Court determined that the law was unconstitutional, so the law is not enforced, but there's a code that you're not supposed to, but... So you can, so just say it's not illegal then. Yes, people are posting that it should be illegal. I guess Trump said it should be illegal, but I don't think, I don't agree. Um, I don't agree, like, if you really want to have a free country, you shouldn't punish people for hating the country, though, you know. So I think just, like, go ahead and join your Chaz or Chop or whatever. <laughs> and then you'll obviously make a flag. Like, who? you have a pride flag, like, you know? I mean... Let's be honest, like, Pride at this point is, like, just a, a long month of partying. Um, and you guys have a flag, like, people that say they hate the U.S. flag or, like, whatever. 
you guys, you know, the pride is a flag. There's a giant flag now that has too many colors to even bother to... They might even make up new colors for it because there's just too many things in that now. I mean... You know what they should do is like, all right, you have LGBTQ, um, et cetera. If you want to hear all the letters, watch my newest Elliot cartoon on my YouTube channel. Um, LGBTQQ, there's like two T's and two Q's. I was like reading it off when I was recording that episode because it's just too hard to remember. Um, but, you know, you should just really say like, all right, LGB. T, and then whatever else. Or if you want to put Q, then you don't have to put anything else because Q is like questioning, I think. Um, see, like I, I, read, I read that a bunch of times for that episode, and I'm forgetting. That's, that's how you know there's too many things. Uh, but if you say questioning, then there shouldn't be any more letters after that. You just said questioning. That's everything else. If you want to include everything, I mean... What else in reality, and I know people would, people are so black and white anymore. Literally, no. <laughs> that like you can't even criticize the, you know, aspects of anything without people saying you're anti all of it. You know, like, oh, uh, somebody saying like oh, Pride Month is a little, now it's a little obnoxious with all the companies changing their flags. It's like a corporate holiday. It's a corporate virtue signal festival now. It's like, it's not, how can it be a cool thing? Like, when something is considered cool, it's not a mainstream corporate thing, okay? Like, first, it's cool when it's not that, like, not everywhere, you know? So if I was gay, I just don't think I would really care about Pride Month. Like, I just, you know... Um, I mean, cause I don't care about, I don't really have pride in stuff. Like, I mean, I, I do in a certain way. I'm not saying I'm ashamed because that's like a thing that I'm sick of too. Like, oh, I'm ashamed of being a white man. Uh, because same reason I don't have like excessive pride the way Italian people do about their <laughs> heritage. Uh. Well, like, I don't have excessive pride in, like, the, the fact that I'm from New Jersey. Like, I don't... <laughs> but I wouldn't wherever I'm from. I mean, maybe I would if it was somewhere, like, cool. Uh, but I'm also not ashamed of it anymore. I think at one point I was kind of ashamed of it when Jersey Shore was taking off. When Jersey Shore was big, I was, like, not wanting to tell people I'm from New Jersey. It's just not fair because... I'm from South Jersey, and we're not Guidos, we're hick people. We're really not North Jersey scumbag cokeheads, you know, that go out clubbing and that are Italian or pretend to be Italian most for the most part. Uh, we're like rural people that sort of suburban and also redneck in part in many parts or ghetto it's very but it's very more like country-esque than it's more like pennsylvania type of uh area than north jersey north jersey is they they pretend they're from new york that's what the whole personality of north jersey is it's north jersey's entire persona is uh we're, we're new york pretty much you know that's the whole thing they are you know but I'm from South Jersey, and I don't have, like, excess, like I'm, like, I'm from some fucking South Jersey and shit. Um, but I guess I should have more pride in it. I always was kind of, like, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't, like, when I was growing up, I was more like, oh, I want to get out of here kind of thing. And I feel like a lot of people were like that. Instead of having, like, a ton of pride and I'm from fucking South Jersey and shit, yo. Because I could, yeah, it could have been like that. If, <laughs> if I had pride, I probably would be, like, that type of person. That's kind of the thing. Like, people that have a ton of pride in where they're from or whatever, they kind of are not always the greatest people. Like, and listen, if you do, 
that's cool, good for you, but I mean, yeah, you would see a lot. <laughs> I'm from fucking Millville, New Jersey and shit. And then they have the, like, you know, they've, they've been to jail a bunch. They just kind of, like, wear it on their sleeve. New York, maybe not. But I don't know, a lot of those people, too. Like, I'm from fucking, I'm from Queens. I'm born and raised, and they're, like, the type of guy. I don't know if you'd want to be around that often. Anybody who's that into, where like, they're, but it's, again, it's like this woke stuff. It's just identity, you know? I'm from fucking Queens section, uh, the one section of Queens that's better than yours. Why? Because I'm from there. I'm going to raise it. I was born and raised. But I, but I always felt like, who cares? Like, you're from, like, why does that determine who you are? It doesn't, really. It's not my personality is not South Jersey. You know, my personality is in Bridgeton, New Jersey, where I was born. Definitely not. <laughs> no, it's kind of a dump now. Uh, more than kind of a dump. Um, and, you know, it just doesn't really, like, I, I just always was like, what is it even, why do you celebrate it? Like, you know, whenever I see people like, oh, I'm Irish, I go out for Irish parades and shit. I'm like, I don't know, who cares really? Because it's like you can't help what you're born as. You can't help like so many things about yourself. You can't help that you were born in a certain place, you know. Um, so having a ton of pride in it, I always was like, well, that's kind of weird. It's not even part of your personality. Unless, I don't know. You know, I think there's just exceptions, but uh, great. Now I forget why I was talking about this. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, the... Uh, so, like, I'm not all about being a patriot because of the same reason. Like, oh, I'm a fucking patriot. I'm an American. I wouldn't go overseas and act like that, you know? I'm sure a lot of people might do that, wear a U.S. shirt, <laughs> go, to, go overseas, and then, and then, then you look like a stereoty stereotype of an American, though. And, I mean, they probably don't care about that. But, like... You know, that, that's every tourist that goes over there, you know. I'm, gonna, I'm an American. I'm going to make sure people know. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, they're going to know where I'm from over there. I'm going to go to uh, Paris, but uh, I'm gonna, they're going to fucking know I'm American and shit. And the same thing with the people that look down on Americans. Like, oh, you're all stupid and you're like, you know. Well, then you're stereotyping the same way everybody else does with everything else. I mean, people act like they're, when they stereotype someone, it's like acceptable to do that for certain groups, you know, like Trump voters, like Republicans, anybody from the South, like anybody from middle America, you're allowed to like be a complete ignorant stereotyping asshole to, about them. And, you know, a lot of times, yeah, I'm sure they fit all those stereotypes. But, uh, you know, I mean, look, you're doing the same thing that you act like they do to, like, different races or whatever. And I, I always thought that about, you know, people that do comedy. Because I was doing it in Philly and then here. But here they're a little less like that. But, I mean... It, you know, a lot of the hipstery comics, like the people that like you, like, I'm like, how are you going to do anything in, in a area that isn't this city? I mean, you can't do your hipster, like, I'm smarter than everybody comedy everywhere, you know? <laughs> you still have to, if you wanted to make it as a comedian anyway, you still would have to kind of deal with like whatever. You tour, you go to do a show somewhere, you're not going to be able to, you know. But I guess like all of media just forgot about that and they started to only cater to themselves. You know, it's kind of the same thing. All the news media, nobody predicted Trump would win and then they just were shocked because they know no one outside of their bubbles or whatever. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? I'm breaking ground here by telling you guys all this, you, guys all you this. know. You guys never heard this shit. Look at this. Uh, 
burning European Union and other flags can now bring German jail term. This was 2020. See, we have it better in the U.S. Everybody acts like we don't have it good here. I mean, you're allowed to burn the flags. You're allowed to burn a picture of Trump or Biden or whoever. Um, I think, you know, the FBI or somebody would monitor you if you started making threats about the president. But <laughs> uh, you're allowed to say whatever you want. You know, there's no actual king, even though people said, you know, Biden says Trump is the MAGA king or whatever. They act like he's still in power. It's so odd how they talk about him. Like, he's the ultra MAGA king. He's a king now. He's still in power, guys. They're treating him like they're really treating him like he has a lot of power still, which is weird. You know, they, they should, like, brush him off. If you want someone to go away, shouldn't you just ignore them and brush them off, not constantly act like they're this all-powerful king? <laughs> I don't know. But you know what? Just fuck 4th of July, man. Independence Day? Yeah, not for... Not for everybody. Not for marginalized BIPOC communities. Okay? We have to... We have to... We have to... While you're having your uh, barbecue... Why don't you think about the fact that marginalized communities communities do not have their not have their July four okay 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 yeah I was listening to uh I don't know if I talked about this or not I went to this festival uh I think I did last time the Mines Festival and one of the sec did I talk about this last time fuck. Now I have to check my notes from last episode and see if I talked about it. I don't want to repeat myself to all my faithful listeners. I don't think I did. I don't think I did. I don't think I did. So yeah, I went to the Mines Festival. And... uh there was one section they were talking about race issues and uh they were talking about should a president apologize for slavery and i just like thought it was actually really funny to think because um i mean maybe they've thought about doing this i mean have you like i don't even think about it cuz that's a dumb like gesture like i don't understand how you would pull that off like cuz it wouldn't make sense if they did Obama doing it because he's black. Um, so him saying, I'm sorry for... It's just weird to like take ownership of slavery at that point. <laughs> Man, that would just be so funny. I, I really wish Biden would just do that. Um, because it would just... They would hate it. It would get such a backlash. Like, because it, it would... And it would be trying to get an apology like... But the thing is, all these politicians now are, are are fueling, like, the woke stuff. So they're fueling uh, stuff about, like, race issues. So I don't think that would be in their interest because they are, you know, Biden's all for, like, woke protesting. So if he just acts like sorry for slavery, that kind of sounds like you're trying to put it behind us, you know. Which we kind of should at some point, shouldn't we? I mean... People act like we shouldn't put it. It's not like you're ignoring it. People want to ignore everything now. They want to ignore slavery. They probably, like, ironically, the woke people would want to, like, get rid of just mentioning slavery. Um, but I don't know. Just the fact that, like, I, could, I was picturing Biden say, I'm sorry for, you know what, I'm, you know what, America? Sorry. Sorry about all that. Hey, blacks. <laughs> you ain't black. You ain't black. The guy that said you ain't black is going to apologize for slavery. Hello. The president, President Biden, is going to apologize for slavery, black people. Uh, <laughs> God, I wish he did that. America, America. If all Americans, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that. That was not a good, no. 
I'm sorry for slavery. Sorry we had you slave and, you know, the whole thing. But you ain't black. Like, he wouldn't be able to even, like, coherently say it or something. <laughs> you ain't black. Can you imagine, like, Trump didn't ever say you ain't black if you don't vote for me. How did he get away with that? Like, I also kind of sometimes wish Hillary was in power because I know she'd flub everything like that. Like, any race issue, she would come off like an idiot. <laughs> All right, Hillary's going to make some comments about slavery and our history. I'm sorry for slaves. I'm sorry we uh we got a Pokemon Go to the polls, everybody. Sorry for slavery. Sorry. Can I can we move on? She'd be annoyed. Oh yeah, you know what was really funny is this. This is hilarious. So everybody knows the show Friends, right? Um <laughs> This is so funny. If I was black, I would love this even more, actually. I bet Dehodge loves this. I should bring him on just to ask him about this. This is so funny. Uh, super upper-class white lady that created... Oh, co-created. Didn't even create. Um, I mean, look at her. She looks like a upper-class... Like, I don't know penthouse owning New Yorker. I mean, Marta Kaufman. Co-creator of hit sitcom Friends. Uh, spoke out about system. She's all in on the woke stuff. She's in the cult, guys. Recently spoke out about systemic uh, racism and how she believes it influenced the show's casting choices. She, she gave $4 million to Brandeis University to, uh, to help establish a professorship in the Ameri uh, African-American Studies Department. That, that's confusing. I mean, all right, maybe that's better than giving it to Black Lives Matter so they can buy another mansion. Um... In a way, I don't really blame the Black Lives Matter lately, lady for just spend, buying a mansion and spending tons of money. Because, like, what? Who wouldn't? Who came into it? Like, if you got all that money donated to you, would you just go, I'm not going to take any of this from it? So, like, but, uh, but I think she was using all of it. <laughs> but, like, I just under. Why did people think just. I don't know. I mean, it started out, it's like, people thought, it, like, it came off like a slogan, like it wasn't even a, it's like if they made an organization of, like, you know, uh, the future is female or something. I gave eight, $80 billion to the future is female company. Like, yeah, you don't think they're, like, that's bullshit. You can't give money to an idea like that. Like, yeah, I have a, I already talked about this, but, uh. Okay, so you can tell she's all in on the cult-like woke language here. Um, at the time of the pledge, Kaufman said, it took me a long time to begin to understand how I internalize systemic racism. And I've been working really hard to become an ally and anti-racist. Because you can't just be not racist. You have to be what? Anti-racist. Uh, anti racist and an ally. And an ally. Are you an ally? Are you an ally? Are you an ally? Are you an ally? So obviously she has a lot of white guilt, and there was even a lot of comments about that's what this was. It was just a white guilt. Well, obviously. Any idiot can see through the fact that this is just her white guilt. Um, so this show was about, I guess, if it was based on her friends in New York City. Uh... Yeah, you probably wouldn't have every single race as a friend. Like, oh, well, my one Asian friend and my one Indian friend and my... <laughs> no one lives that way. That isn't unless you're in New York City. Uh, 
I don't know. Um, because you also have to, people don't ever think of class with this stuff. Like, if you're in a lower income school in New York City, you probably are around like every race and you would have a lot of friends like that. But I think, and a lot of people on Reddit or whatever I saw were commenting this too, like, it's just about class. Like, nobody, if you're like upper class, you're going to be mostly white. Like, and you're going to have mostly white friends. You might have like one, you might have some Asian ones because they're hardworking to like a psychotic degree. So <laughs> they would like murder their kid if they got a B. So like they, they get, <laughs> um, I just don't think it was a racist decision at all to have white friends. That's just, you know, it was like in the set in the nineties. Um, they had like a rich fucking apartment that they always went to, like a really big, nice apartment for New York. I mean, it was like a, uh, it was a mansion compared to my apartment or any other place. Um, ugh. I mean, look at all this like shit that she's spouting just the party line basically here. Um, I, um. It was after what happened to George Floyd that I began to wrestle with my having bought into systemic racism into ways I was never aware of. I knew then that I needed to course correct. I've learned a lot in the last 20 years. Admitting and accepting guilt, white guilt, is not easy. Uh, I mean, this is fucking ridiculous. You're not helping minorities by donating to a university unless, like, it's like, I mean, and I'm sure that's an upper-class university that maybe now they're probably forced to let minority students in, like, get them in there. And that's what shows are doing now. Like, so now you wouldn't have this issue because they force every race and gender, whatever, into shows. Like where they race swap characters, like, it'll be based on, you know, a white guy with white people, and then they'll just put, like, a black guy, an Asian guy. Like, I was watching this one show on Amazon about this old couple that, like, I don't know, is near about to go to a retirement home. Uh, I forget what it's called, but, like, they, like, have this weird little portal that goes into a uh, different planet or something. And I couldn't even get through the first episode, but the guy, the old guy, like they, they have a daughter, right? And and then he goes to meet his daughter at, at a diner and I'm like, oh, okay. And then, and then she shows up and she's black. They're both, it's an old white couple. So it's an adopted, I guess, daughter, but it was set in like, you know, who knows, Montana somewhere where this just wouldn't happen. Probably. I mean, <laughs> they forced and I'm sure every single other character in that show is going to be a different race because they have checkboxes now. They have to do this. I mean, they're doing the same thing they used to do. Like, they probably used to um, just not cast minorities. I mean, they did. That's, that's true. They didn't really cast in leading roles. Like, they didn't cast minorities very often. Uh, but now they're they're overcorrecting, so it's basically like they're doing the same thing, just the reverse, you know. So now they have a checklist, and they go, "You well, you have to be an Asian girl in this role." So that's the best. Just like the vice president now was picked on that same reason. So, and you see how well that's going, and uh, that was a good idea for them to do. Although they could have probably picked a better, you know. <laughs> I'm sure, like, every other black politician woman is, like, they picked her, you know? I mean, she she really, she was probably, like, the worst candidate leading up to 2020th or whatever. I mean, they picked Biden over her, so. Uh, you know, it's just, like, really funny that she donates, like, $4 million out of white guilt to like to like well see now I'm okay now it's like no everybody knows it was an old 90s show everybody knows 
Hollywood used to cast like white people only. And they used to do the opposite where they would swap and make it a white actor instead. So like you're doing, it's just like no one, I don't know. Instead of going, let's be like normal and just cast whoever's good, whoever fits. But no, because you might then end up with like mostly white guys on a cast. So you have to force a checklist of diversity into every fucking show. And it doesn't represent the real world. Like, most people aren't around every single different race. I mean, I went to college in Pennsylvania. There was, like, in Pennsylvania, there's not a whole lot of every race everywhere. I mean, (laughs) in most states, probably in the U.S., there's not, like, every single race represented in your, when you go to, like, a, like, oh, I'm going to go to Walmart. Oh, I guess I'll probably see a Native American. I'll see an Asian. I'll see a black. I'll see a Chinese guy. I'll see a Japanese guy. I'll see... It's like, yeah, that's not real life. You're like, you're not being realistic. It actually almost makes it comical. Like, what? Like, when I saw that show, oh, we have a black, randomly a black daughter now. <laughs> and the show didn't address it, like, really? They didn't, like really make it like like oh this is normal why would you even think this is weird that a black or i mean a an elderly white couple just has a black daughter for you know why what's weird about that you don't think that can happen what if that could happen it's just like the stuff with like roe v wade now with like abortion um i guess companies are now gonna pay for people to go across state lines to get an abortions right but, and it's like, this stuff is so contradicting itself. Like, there was always an argument before this about, oh, women shouldn't be punished for having a kid. Like, when they go on maternity leave, um, I guess, like, maybe in the 50s or whatever, companies would, like, not want women to get pregnant because then they have to take off of work. But now, instead, people are arguing, like, Oh, you should pay for my abortion. So now you're basically, like, of course a company would pay for that because then they don't lose out on you working for nine months or however long the maternity leave is. So, like, oh, oh, good, we don't have to pay for a maternity leave? Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, go ahead. I'll pay for your gas money to go get, get that taken care of real quick. Oh, po- uh, late-term pregnancy? Yeah, go ahead. Good, now you don't have to leave a maternity leave. Like, oh yeah, these companies are so understanding now. Unless you have a baby, and then, you know. Like, I guess women are going to be, like, called a bigot for having... (laughs) You're having a kid? What about people that don't want... Like, that's gross. And I like how people are like... It's actually really selfish to have a kid now with the uh, climate change and with our world being like it is. Like, you're a piece of shit. It's like, yeah, okay. Because you're so mature, you're more mature than somebody that can raise a kid. I mean, what is going on, you know? I mean, I've never looked down on someone for having a kid. It's more like, how the hell did it do that? is how I think about it, you know? Um, so this whole mentality of, like, looking down on people for that, I mean, they are, you know, all the people that have ki- don't have kids are making the human race dwindle. So you shouldn't look down on people that are keeping us going, you know? I mean, we're not even at the risk of op- overpopulation anymore. Like, I used to think that was going to be the biggest deal. Like, oh, there's too many people out there. You know, when you go somewhere, I always get annoyed at crowds, and it's like, eh, at this point, at least someone's going to try to keep us going. You know, I mean, so think about that, guys, uh, while you celebrate your racism. Racism on July 4th. July 4th. July 4th. It's fucked up to have kids. It's fucked up to have kids. I'm going to look that up, too. This is like, you know, like, you know, 
something that like people used to be feminist about or whatever like oh it's fine to not have kids and now it's like now it's like probably rebellious to have them that's how backwards everything is now look at this change my view having children is selfish this was 2018 i wanted recent articles i guess people are still maybe my theory is wrong i guess I guess the Pope said having pets instead of children is selfish. Um, I mean, I don't really view having pets as, as a replacement for having kids, you know. Oh, here's one article. New York Times, given the state of the world, is it irresponsible to have kids? Uh, fuck you, fuck you. I mean... It's hard for me to think of how it isn't selfish, and I am somebody that, like, probably doesn't want kids, but, like, or later in life, even though I'm pretty, like, I'm not young anymore. <laughs> uh, why I chose a selfish, child-free life. Actually, actually, this is the kind of snarky articles that are, like, ruining the media now. Actually, maybe it maybe it's selfish to have a child. Oh, the, this is someone defensive. I mean, this is an art. This is a like this whole notion of. There was somebody on CNN that said a totally fucking disturbing thing. Like, I wish I wrote her name down. Uh, she was saying her family had. Oh, here it is. Oh, and she said people were twisting her words. Yeah, I don't think so. I heard the clip. CNN commentator claims people twisting her words after she defended abortion. Here's what she said, though. I mean, this isn't really taken. I heard the clip, okay? Oh, this is a common radical leftist argument this article is saying. I don't know what this site is. Listen, I am not anybody to tell you what you need to do with your life or with your uterus. And because I have a family with a lot of special needs kids, I have a brother who's 57 and has the mental and motor skills of a one-year-old. Well, that's a very radical example. Not all families can do it. I have a step-granddaughter who was born with Down syndrome. And you know what? It was difficult in Florida to get services. It's not as easy as it sounds on paper. Who said, who would say it sounds easy? I have another step-grandson who is very autistic, who has autism and whatever, and their mothers, and people have financial, and uh, so that was like a shocking thing to say on, on national news. I mean, wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, she was basically, imagine, like, I was seeing, I heard that clip on something, and I was thinking, maybe it's good that her stepbrother, whatever, has the, has the, uh, is mentally a one-year-old still because he might not be able to understand what she's saying there because, you know, imagine being one of those people she's talking about. She's saying that it was too much to raise them and it was like they should have been aborted, basically. Like, wow, man. It's basically saying, like, look, you might have one of the ki uh someone with special needs, like my relatives, and... So you should get an abortion. Like, this is, like, really disturbing, and it kind of makes me wonder what's going on with society. I mean, like I said before, like, um, you know, I don't really agree. I don't agree with them overturning that completely. Uh, But, like, these people that are, like, making abortion sound like really disturbing like dehumanizing it it's like what is going on in society when that's gone when people are thinking that way i mean saying that like oh my relatives are special needs so like someone else should get an abortion so that doesn't happen to them i mean that's fucking crazy i mean imagine like if her family I would expect her family to cut her off after that. Like, I probably wouldn't want to talk to someone ever again after they said that about my, you know, whoever has those kids that she's talking about in her family. I mean, I'd you'd be done, you know. 
that's the whole thing. I mean, I guess like, you know, people really like who cares about if someone wants or doesn't want kids. I mean, but like, you know, people saying now that, uh, people go the other way all the time, you know, actually maybe it's selfish to have a child. Um, look, I don't get this argument anymore because like, yeah, I have thought in the past at least few years, how do you have a kid now and what's going on? But here's the thing. You're, you know, they wouldn't be alive if you didn't want to have a kid. They just wouldn't be alive. So how are you, <laughs> how are you doing them a disservice? They're alive now because you decided to have them. They wouldn't even exist if not for the fact that you had them. How can that be a bad thing? How can, so, how can a kid, imagine if a kid resented being alive. <laughs> like, what? It doesn't make, the argument makes no sense. I'm going to just go ahead and say it is out of selfishness and, I don't know, how, I don't know, whatever way you want to say it, like selfish or I just don't want them, I never wanted a kid. Because, therefore, because I'm, I don't want to, I just don't want to be bothered with it. How is that not kind of selfish? Like, I guess selfish is just a negative term to use about it. Like, oh, you're selfish. Um, but if you don't want kids, how is it not? And I'm someone who probably doesn't want kids, but, and I'm just admitting that, I don't know, like, haven't wanted kids like I just haven't had the urge or whatever and it could be you know maybe people get to the place where they do have the urge I don't and I haven't yet I don't know because I haven't met anyone that I wouldn't <laughs> that's also another thing but um you know like just saying it's uh, uh like I can't argue that it's not selfish really you know like but you shouldn't make someone feel like it's bad to not have kids. Because, like, someone raising kids that doesn't... Like, if you don't want the kids and you're resentfully like, fuck, fuck my kids, I, don't, I wish I never had them. Like, why would you want someone to raise kids with that attitude? So you can't, you can't say people should... That's why I'm not for this, this whole, like, row thing. I'm not for conservatives banning abortion because... I don't want people to be forced to raise a kid. That that doesn't make any sense. Like, then the kids might actually be worse off than if they didn't exist. You know, I mean, if you if you're traumatized from from like being raised by a parent that hates you, you probably are gonna be fucked up for the rest of your life, and maybe would have been better off not existing at that point. Uh. Or to just, you know, be adopted out or something. I, don't, I heard that's a really hard process, though. People act like it's so easy to just, oh, give it up for adoption. And I heard they're really expensive to adopt a kid, too. Well, like, you have to make that way easier if you're going to argue that whole thing. But, yeah. I didn't... And I was going to get so uh, abortion, uh, heavy. Abortion, abortion heavy. Abortion heavy. Either fucking, either fucking, either fucking, either fucking, either fucking you should have you to should have, have, to have kids. kids. Every time you have Every sex. Every time you have sex. Yep, let's just keep going this way. This is a good way to, for a society to be. It's just black and white completely. Oh, you want abortion? No, I think you should have to have a kid. Every fucking time you nut, man. Every time you fucking come, that should be a kid that you have to raise. That's how Christian I am. That's how Christian I am. Fuck you. No, ain't no exceptions. No exceptions. No abortions ever. No exceptions. God. Let's just keep having this, like, complete ridiculous tug-of-war with both sides. Oh, you like that thing? Well, I'm going to go overturn it. Oh, you overturn that? Well, I'm going to do this again. Civil War's coming, guys. I'm going to get my musket. I'm gonna get, I'm loaded up.
It's coming. Exactly. It's coming. Exactly. It's coming. Celebrate that. Celebrate that. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Fire off some fire shots. Off some shots. Take some shots and then operate firearms. Firearms and fireworks. And fireworks. Get the most deadly fireworks you can. Set off bombs for Fourth of July and shoot fucking rifles and fucking get hammered and fucking blow off your leg and shit. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Um, actually, um, Fourth of July is racism personified. Um, actually, uh, look who really controls us is this right here. Rothschild Incorporated. Roths fucking child. Child. Lizards. Lizards. Evil lizard men. Control everything. Remember that next time you tuck in your little baby. Or eat your little Chick-fil-A racist. Gay. Gay. Homophobic, homophobic chicken, homophobic chicken. chicken. Remember, remember, what reptiles, what reptiles control, control, control the fucking world. world. Yeah.